I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome to another podcast episode of Nice, Naughty, and 40. I'm Tanya, the nice one, and Michelle, my best friend, is the naughty one. (laughs) Uh, To our new listeners, thanks for joining us. We hope you'll subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And to our returning listeners, we thank you too. Uh, now, you may recall that for Black History Month, we had an episode about our own hair journeys. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be great to have someone who knows their way around the kitchen, if you know <laughs> what I mean, Michelle. <laughs> and if you don't know what I mean, um, that's that back or the nape of the, you know, that nape area of the neck that requires close attention when you're trying to straighten the hair. <laughs> that area that has a lot of girls in. In, in therapy about that <laughs> that sizzle <laughs> exactly right and it's like why am I envisioning that sizzle as we're mm. talking about this mm-hmm. <laughs> yes but anyway for my daughter's eighth birthday I surprised her by taking her to a salon for the first time uh, where a wonderful salon owner of Muse Hair Studio located in Glenside Pennsylvania a hairstylist also Tracy Stroman and she gave us the royal treatment, right? (laughs) Um, So this woman is quite talented, knowledgeable when it comes to all types of hair and sweats out her own hair on a regular (laughs) basis with me at kickboxing. (laughs) And she's graciously agreed to join us to share her wisdom. (laughs) Yes, I saw the pictures, Tracy. You did an amazing job. Oh, thank you. Yes, Quinn looks so... She looks so mature and like a little princess. I'm so excited. Thanks so much. Oh, she did. She is. I call her Miss Quinn. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today. Before we get into. Oh, no problem. Yes, we're excited. We are excited about this one. Before we get into hair questions, why don't you share a little bit about yourself and your experience in hair care? Okay. Well, I've been actually, I've been in business for a very long time, like uh, since 1989. Mm, And I, yeah, I got my, yes, that's pretty much the only thing that I've ever done. And Mm -hmm. it's the only thing that I've ever wanted to do. Mm. So I've been blessed in that respect to actually know what I wanted to do at such an early age. And my parents let me follow my dream. And right after high school, went to beauty school, started working in Center City, and then um, actually went back and got my teacher's license because I was just thinking, like, well, what happens if something happens to your hands? I have no other training. Mm -hmm. And so I went back for my teacher's license and got that. Never used it, but it's a backup plan. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it. I decided to, like, make my focus um, healthy hair care because that was just my thing. I just really, like healthy hair and taking telling people how to take care of their hair yes. and um I like seeing it going from especially if I get somebody who's damaged and mm-hmm. then they stay with me and then we get to see the progression of that. I love that. That's like one of my favorite things to do. So nice. that's a little bit nice, nice. <laughs> Thanks again, Tracy, for joining yes. us. Mm-hmm. You know, um as you may know, our main demographic is people in their 40s, predominantly mm-hmm. women. And mm-hmm. At this 
age. Some <laughs> women may be going through hormonal changes, mm-hmm. or even life changes, you know, divorce, what have you, causing some stress, mm-hmm. having a direct right. impact on their hair. I mean, right. maybe it's falling out or it's shedding mm-hmm. like crazy, or they're even battling that issue with their hair thinning some in some areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have mm-hmm. any advice to help uh, mm-hmm. these women maybe feel more confident or maybe mm-hmm. even some advice that might aid them in overcoming some of these issues? And of course, mm-hmm. we don't expect you to cover everything because we right. could do a whole episode <laughs> just on that, but you know, yes. just some, some you ideas. Know, that is a big topic. Yes. yes. And this is going to be directed, this is directed yes. at me because you're named, you're yeah. telling all my business, Tanya. <laughs> When it comes to like, when we get older, just the same way as um, our body changes, our skin changes, our hair changes too. Mm-hmm. So we can't really expect, a lot of times we'll have clients come in and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, my hair used to grow a lot faster than this, or mm-hmm. my hair used to be a lot thicker than this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. It uh, used to be a lot faster than that, and it used to be a lot thinner than that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it used to be a lot thicker than that. But it won't be the same as it was. That's the thing: is learning to accept that our hair will not be the same as it was in our twenties. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be. So basically, how do we retain our density? How do we not accelerate the process of thinning? So there's a lot of different things that you can do. There's a lot of things that we do actually externally that maybe it wasn't really our time to thin out that much. Mm-hmm. It may it may thin out somewhat, but maybe we're doing things to accelerate. There's a lot of things that we do now. Like I know I'm really happy that a lot of people have laid off the chemicals yep. when it came yes. to relaxers. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I was one. thinking when you said yes. Yeah. Yeah, the big one was relaxers. And you still have a few clients who still are diehards and they still want to get those relaxers. But Mm -hmm. most clients are not getting relaxers anymore. And that has helped significantly. Mm -hmm. But then you also have, um, you got, now we have all these hair extensions. And we have have weaves. We have braids. We have crochet braids. Most of the times when you're getting this done, they're going to a person because they want to get it done cheaper. So they're going to somebody's house. Yep. They know a girl who can braid and who can sew some hair in. And she's not really concerned. She can sew that hair in all right. But she's not really concerned about your scalp, your hair, your thinning issues. So I, you're I, taking out more hair. I was about to say, so Kiki down the street that can do braids. Don't go back to her. I, yes. I, I was in the dermatologist for Kiki. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, what Kiki may do is she may, it may look good. I'm not going to tell you there may be some skilled people who have not been to school. But the difference between going to a cosmetologist, a licensed stylist, and a girl who can do hair, mm. as I put it, do hair, mm-hmm. they can't help you get your hair back when Tell it them, Tracy. Out. Tell okay? them. <laughs> what they can do is do hair. That's yes. It. Tell they them. cannot help you when you when you seeking for your hair back. You're not looking for Kiki. You're coming over to the shop to somebody who focuses on healthy hair care. That's what yes. you're doing. See, you're, not even, you're not you're not going to the Dominicans either. You're not going no. to, to the braiding salons. You see the braiding salons, and you see if you go to the braiding salons. Um, I love braids, first of all, mm-hmm. but you got to be very very careful. Um, you see a lot of people in the braiding salons. They have no hairline, mm-hmm. and yep. the mm-hmm. braiding salons. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know any, maybe it might be some, who will say, you know what? I think we should lay off of these braids for now because your hair is getting a little too thin. Yeah. They will continue braiding up your sparse hairline. Until you go all the way back off. here. Yes. Right. Right. They will I'm sorry, our, our listeners it. couldn't see how far back I was <laughs> trying. <laughs> Way, way back. back. <laughs> way back. And they will do it. If you got a strand up there that can be braided, they will braid it. <laughs> that's that's so it. true. They will braid it. And say it, it again. Say it again, Tracy. Strand, <laughs> they will braid it. And yes. Kiki will definitely braid you and put your funnel in and get and glue your hair in and do whatever she needs to do to make you look fabulous. But when you take it out, mm-hmm. there will be no hair. And a lot of times <laughs> I find a lot of times clients come back after there's no hope of recovery. Also. Mm. Ooh. They yeah. don't wait into the first instance of, oh, I got this little spot. Let me stop doing this and go and find out what's going on with my hair. No, they keep going back and going back and going back. By the time I see someone normally, their hair is is pretty much like, uh, how long has this been happening? They'll say, well, this been it started maybe about three years ago. There's no hope. Mm. See, all a year th- ago, there's no hope. Oh, there's wow. no hope then. See? So if you stop it when you see it, like that's what I did. I used to get my hair braided all the time. That's why I said I love braids. I used to get my hair braided all the time, individuals and, you know, the brandy braids and the pocket mm-hmm. braids. And the poetic justice back in the day. That, yeah. thing, that was cute. I got all that. But then I saw, I think I was about 30 or something like this. Mm-hmm. And um, when, you know, sometimes it's hanging on one strand. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that whole thing came out. Yes. Normally, it would come back within four weeks. This time it did not come back. Uh. It didn't come back in four weeks. It came back, but it took a long time. So after that, I I said, okay, so I really can't afford to do this anymore because basically this is pulling my follicles out and this that means that this hair will never come back again if it's taking that long it's not going to come back mm-hmm. so that's really one of my things my pet peeves when it comes to hair thinning it's just like there are certain things that's hormonal and yeah. there are certain mm-hmm. things that are external mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we need to watch those external things yes. and as far as the hormonal things um, you know, if your mom was thinning, you know, you kind of look to a lot of things with your family history. So if my mom was thinning a lot by this mm-hmm. time, then I'm more than likely probably am going to be thinning a lot. So maybe I need to look into different types of hairstyles that will camouflage or that won't that won't take out more hair. I want to yeah. slow that. I want to okay. slow that. I don't want to do things that's going to pull my fragile edges out. We need our edges. Wow. So that is true. Yeah, I've heard that. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, you just see Mm -hmm. things on Instagram. So that's a good, that's a good tip. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can put in it, but they Mm -hmm. work. It depends on how far gone is it. That's really what it is. How far gone is it? Okay. Okay. So Tanya and I both have worn our hair straight and curly at different times. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to natural hair, do you have any advice for a person who wants to maintain their curly pattern, but still wear it straight once in a while or kind of often for me? (laughs) (laughs) I have a straight patch (laughs) for my definitely does it's really difficult um you know like the new thing and now the thing is where you know just been doing hair for so long that i've been through all these stages and everybody wanted to hair straight now everybody wants to wear the hair natural and then but sometimes they want that option like you said you want to mm-hmm. wear your option you want to go somewhere you want to wear straight but if you want to wear it straight a lot more than 50 percent of the time your hair is going to be straight it's just going to be 
You can't really expect you to have that much of your curl pattern left if you're going to do it more than 50% of the time. Mm. Now, if you're going, if you're committed to natural life and you really want to maintain your curl pattern and that is how you wear your hair, then you do not want to be putting a lot of heat on your hair. And even when you do, there's sometimes, there's some people, everybody's hair texture is very different. So there's some people who they press their hair out like one time, depending on how they do it. They may see some straight ends when they head, you know? And sometimes that comes, sometimes it goes back and sometimes it doesn't. It depends. It really depends. It takes a while to go back if they got that type of hair. Mm-hmm. But normally it doesn't go back. Um, it, I mean, normally it will come back. One time doesn't really do anything. But if you're committed to wearing your hair natural and that's how you normally wear it, if you really don't want straight ends and you want to maintain your curl pattern, you shouldn't straighten out your hair too often. That's really my main thing. And okay. if you do, you go to somebody who's com- who knows how to deal with natural hair. Because if they if all they do in their salon is silk press and relaxers, then they're about getting your hair bone straight. They're not going to put the dryer on a medium temperature. They're not going to use heat protectant. They're just going to get you bone straight. Hmm. So okay. that's mainly it. So it depends on who you go to. And even if you go to that person and they still are, they're still, you know, good with all textures and good with trying to keep your hair and keep your maintaining your curl pattern. If you do it too often, it's still going to get, it's going to get straight. It yeah. just is. Oh. Yeah. It, it, just, oh. it just happens. Just like you said, the leave out. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. That's the part that's out. That's the part that's out. Yeah. So if you're going to press it, the other part's not getting any attention whatsoever. So it's going to stay like that. But that part, and then it starts breaking off once it gets too straight. Mm, that that's is the true. Yes. Yeah. So now yeah. I did. I, I have noticed that um, I went blind because I'm I'm about mm-hmm. to be 45. So I'm now uh-huh. I'm blind, right. and I noticed my curls came back. So now I'm a little nervous to press it out. Um, uh-huh. Does that usually happen? Like where if you take your hair up a level or something like that, that your curls may come back? Mm. Not normally. Okay. No, that's curious. Usually, yeah. I need to come you know, to you. I need to get there. Yeah, normally, <laughs> normally that doesn't happen. Like when you take it up a notch because you're going into the bonds and you're disturbing it, it mm-hmm. usually loosens up your curl pattern. That's what typically mm. happens. Typically, oh. any kind of chemical service that you're doing typically loosens your curl pattern. Oh. There are ways of doing it where it doesn't loosen your curl pattern, but most of the time it does loosen your curl pattern, maybe a little bit, maybe a mm-hmm. smidge. But if you're not doing heat to it whatsoever, you get to keep most of your curl pattern even with the color. Okay. okay. Both of those things combined, it, yeah. it may be a little bit much. Yeah, that's and that, that's yeah. funny that you brought up uh, your hair color, Michelle, because that was actually one of the questions I wanted to ask because, mm-hmm. you know, during the summer, I mean, it's almost here. And right. even in spring, many mm-hmm. people, they want to change it up and dye their right. hair. I mean, I've been debating. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, how does a person first make sure they're picking the right coloring agent? And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's some that have, like, I like I, you know, you read the box. Well, you would know this. Right. You don't have to read the box. Right. We, we got Michelle and I, we read the uh-huh. box, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> it might say bleach or it might say semi-permanent or it even has, right. there's this one that I saw, it was like hemp, like a mm-hmm. hemp type of dye mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. all natural, organic, or it claims right. to be, you know, so right. how does a person know what's good for them? Like, ba- I guess based on hair type or what have you. And second, yeah. how should people maintain, like Michelle, she's, you know, going like blonde. 
Right. How do you maintain a lighter color to make sure there's no damage of it breaking off, especially, you know, in the summer when mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's drying up faster? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> color treated hair has to be treated more delicately than non-color treated hair. It's definitely much more drier. It tends to be drier. It tends to get more split ends. It, it needs more care. That's the thing. It needs more care. So you're going to see that when you get your hair color treated, and you may have already seen that, Michelle, with yours, it, it feels a little drier. It needs yep. more moisture. It needs more shade. And then also another thing about color treated hair is that you can see split ends on your color treated hair a whole lot more than you mm. can when it's darker. That's you can true. really see. It tends to make it look fuzzy on the ends. You're like, oh, what's that? You know. And so even if it's not um, more split, it will look like it. It will look like it because it's color. It's lighter, so you can just see it better. That's really what it is. I thought it was but... my nappy patches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a lot of little pieces. <laughs> Mine is right in the middle. <laughs> It needs a deep conditioner like every time. It's not mm-hmm. like, it's not a time that color treated hair doesn't need a deep conditioner. Mm-hmm. They color treated hair needs a deep conditioner. It needs to be trimmed on time. It needs to not have, the heat definitely got to be at a minimum. You know, you got, if you are doing heat on it, then it got to be at a minimum. And as far as picking out the different colors and things of that nature that they have over the counter, that's very confusing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're allowed to say certain things that's not quite um, true. They, mm-hmm. they can get away with it because it has a, a certain percentage of this or maybe doesn't have a little percentage of that. So we can mm-hmm. say that this is free. That's not really true. Just like you ever see those box relaxers that say no, no lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It a is lie. a lie. That's a lie. That's <laughs> a, right. a lie. It has a to lie. relax. In order to relax your hair, you have to have a lie in it. But the way they get away with it is because it's a different kind of lie. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. if it's saying bleach free, that means it's a different kind. It's a different kind. So they can technically get away with that. Wow. But it doesn't mean that's why is that's why chemicals really just don't need to be in the hands. Yeah, of, that's of how I was gonna say better to get it yeah. done it by a professional. It. Yeah. Yeah, a rinse yep. is different. A rinse, yeah. you just go get you a rinse yeah. and you go on to put a rinse on your hair. That's different, but you have to make sure it's a rinse. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people think it's a rinse and it's not. If they're mixing the key is if you're mixing up two things together, then that's a that's a that's a chemical. Gotcha. If you got one jar, usually that is a, um like a rinse. And it can't a rinse can't lighten your hair either. It has no power. Mm-hmm. So that's also the difference with it. So when picking that kind of stuff, you just gotta be very careful. You know, if you go get you this box of dark and lovely, you don't know what's going <laughs> so, so my takeaway is if there's two things that you need to mix together, don't do it. Don't because do or it. go go See? to a professional and get yes. you know. Yeah, yes. I would think that it probably yes. would be a good idea for people to do like a consultation before they even get a color put mm-hmm. in, like especially if it's lightening up, you know, exactly. Because maybe yeah. you're like, look, um, did you put something in your hair before then? And they're like, well, two exactly. months ago, I did this. And then <laughs> right. you're like, and I, I uh, find no that color for you. <laughs> that's right. They may oh, have already true. done a rinse on their hair and now they want to, now they want to go lighter. They did black and now they want to go blonde. That's difficult. And mm. then when you try to do it, and it doesn't come up, that's a different now. Now we're going into a different realm, you know, mm-hmm. so that's hard to do wow. without tearing the hair up. So, okay. So yeah. Tanya and I talked about keeping our hair healthy and even compared products mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. like and feel like, you know, they're working for us. 
as mm-hmm. a hairstylist, do you have any go-to products that people can use in between trips to the salon to keep mm. their hair health, like healthy, especially during the summer months when our mm-hmm. hair dries out more? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends. Okay, so if you're wearing your hair, let's say you're wearing a silk press, so you basically wear your hair straight and wrap it up in between, then you would need some type of serums, you know, like glossifiers, mm. things of that nature. They come in all different types of... Um, um, products, different products make different ones. We use Influence in our salon, but they have like BioSilk Chi, you know, those different type of serums because basically they keep your hair silky. Anytime your hair is feeling dry, that's the recipe for disaster. It can break. If it feels dry to you, that means it'll break. It's easily to break mm. off. If you're wearing your hair natural, um, you want to have moisture. You want you need a lot of moisture in your hair. You don't. You still don't want it to be dry when you're wearing your hair natural also. So like hair lotions, different things like that. Um, the glossifier doesn't do, or the serums don't do anything for natural hair. No. It needs some type of, <laughs> not at all. That no. just, I don't know what that it does. Just it just sucks it out like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Like that's a waste of your time for that. Yep. You need, you like, just keep putting more in, like, <laughs> put yes. more for nothing. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> even on the bottle, yes. it'll say like a dime size. And you're like, oh my gosh, stop no, doing it. You need not a doing whole it. thing if you're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. You need like, even if you have a spray bottle with water in it and you have conditioner mm-hmm. in it. You have a little bit of oil in it and you spray in that like with one of those type of um, misters. Mm-hmm. That's even better than putting that serum in your hair if it's natural, you know. Okay. So yeah. that's and you the know, main thing. YouTube has made us these naturalistas Haven't that's they? like yes. putting fruits and berries and oh my God. I have an aloe plant that I'm about to put in. I, I okay. have done I have been putting the aloe in. Yes, the aloe. I like that. I feel uh-huh. like I'm a Rastafarian slightly. I'm doing something, you know. Avocado and they got all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the fruits and berries in your hair? I'm scared okay. to put honey in my hair. Coming, coming to America, the fruits and berries. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, you know what? I don't have necessarily a problem with it. It seems to be like a lot of work though you know yeah. really it does seem to be a lot of work when you can get you some quality products that would do the same thing and it would just make your job a lot easier yeah. but if that's what you have and that's what you're doing i mean they're not going to hurt you that's the thing okay. aloe is an aloe would never hurt anybody aloe didn't hurt anybody <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the different type of essential oils they didn't they don't hurt anybody all these different things they don't really hurt anybody so that's those type of things are fine yeah. you know that's actually good stuff i mean that's really good stuff but okay. it's a whole lot of work it is a uh, whole yeah. lot of, and it goes bad when you very quickly oh uh, yeah like because it's natural so it's gonna okay. go bad real quick now see i yeah, thought about <laughs> see i didn't do it i'm not i'm scared to do honey but I, so I bought the aloe <laughs> plant and i said okay right. If I put the aloe plant in my hair this morning right. and I knew I was going to be walking on the corridor, it may grow. Right. But then I got scared. <laughs> but I got scared. I didn't do it. I said, wait, I'll do it. I don't want to be in the sun with aloe gel in my hair. <laughs> it may burn. I don't know if it's going to make it grow, but if you have any type of, if you have a scalp issue, aloe is excellent. Aloe is okay. actually, as I, like I said, I have no problem. You're going to actually go and get the actual aloe plant, cut mm. it open, and mm. do that to get it out of there. Um, it's, okay. it's good for your scalp. It's very soothing for your scalp. It actually okay. is good for your hair, too. 
Okay. Um, it's not gonna. I don't know about it just making your hair grow. <laughs> <laughs> not anything the, noticeable. Not anything. <laughs> I thought the sun between yeah, the sun and the aloe, but then I got scared and I said, "Well, maybe not. I won't yeah, do that." Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. well, Michelle, I wanted to ask a follow up on that because Michelle, when you were talking about like the aloe, it was making me think about like hair drying out and stuff like that. Tracy, do you have you um heard anything about like uh? high porosity versus low porosity hair, mm-hmm. like especially like with natural hair, because right. like I, I did the one test where it says take a strand of hair and you drop it in the water it and depending on where it is, it, it lets yes. you know like what the porosity level is of your hair so you can right, determine what right. product is best for your hair. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, t- typically when it comes to porosity and my feel, we look at it more like, okay, so if your hair is very, very natural, meaning that you don't do too much to it at mm-hmm. all, it's extremely natural. Um, most of the things, basically, your hair repels water. Yeah, it has yeah. very low porosity. Mm-hmm. You can you can just sit there and pour water on it, and it looks like beads. It will mm-hmm. not even. It takes so long for that water to penetrate through a strand of hair. That's very low porosity. Whereas another person, their hair is. It, it soaks up everything like a, a sponge. Mm-hmm. So if it's too porous, it can be detrimental. If it's not porous enough, that also can be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to be somewhere in the middle. You can't really make it that way, though. That's yeah. just over time. Yeah. That's just okay. it, So it doesn't really... So you're not necessarily born one way or the other. You can no, kind of... it's going to... Yes, because if you, oh. let's say, you had braids in your hair and all you wore were braids for a whole year mm-hmm. and that hair never had any blow dryer, that hair never been like you did a big chop so to yeah speak. you did a big chop you grew new hair and that hair has never had any heat on it no color on it no anything that hair is completely virgin that hair will have low porosity okay okay because okay. okay. nothing's okay. been done to it nothing's been done it's just completely it's just that's it it's going to mm-hmm. repel the water it's like especially very very coarse hair yeah. tends to be like that too yeah okay. but over time it it will get more porous mm-hmm. once it starts to be treated once you start to condition it once you start doing things to it it starts to get more porous then okay oh, so. good okay good. i didn't yeah. know that i thought you were mm-hmm. born with it <laughs> that's what i you know some people, yeah some people actually are born with more you know they're born with it where they got um more cuticle layers so that the, the hair shaft is just thicker so Gosh. that means it will be you're right it will be more like that but it still will get more porous over time mm-hmm. if it's, you know it's still anybody's hair can get more porous over yeah. time even if they're born with more cuticle layers yeah. like really yeah. thick hair strands tend yeah. to be that way yeah. and oh, i was okay. thinking mm-hmm. that even like um different if different sections of the hair could potentially have different levels of porosity because uh you know in going um natural and even just mm-hmm. uh more information is accessible mm-hmm. these days and you and yes. people even ask you you know well what what are you are you a 4b are you a 4c or what yeah, and i'm like i'm like listen i think I i'm like I'm, i don't I think know. i got like three different hair types on this head like you know the one yeah, section you know the nappy the, patch yeah that, that, that <laughs> section there you know that's like 4b yeah. all day long like yeah. <laughs> you might have a couple of three C's up in there, three B, and like that's the strands on the side. You got the kitchens. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's different textures all over your head, actually. Yeah. You yeah. And you can have different porosities all over your head, too, depending on um, just your strands. Some strands mm-hmm. are just thicker than others. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes you can have that. You can have okay, that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, in an effort to help our listeners, uh, based mm-hmm. on your experience, 
Uh, what are a few instances when you wish you could just go back in time mm. and tell your client, no, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe oh it's letting their split ends <laughs> split all the way up their shaft oh my you know, gosh. or leaving those braids or weaves in way too long oh until it's like, goodness. like you said, hanging on by a, a, hanging on by a strand, strand, you name it. I, you know, yes. it's like, um, it's been a couple instances, you know, it's like now that, you know, I'm so, I'm so much older now. But in, in the, you, you know, the um, earlier part of my career, um, maybe like when people would say, well, I don't want this or I don't want that or I want this. I want this, but I don't want that. One instance is just like what's telling me about the color treated hair. That's another one. OK, so somebody who wants color treated hair and they're let's say they're my client because this happened to me before. It may be one of my clients and they have they want color treated hair. They just die and get them some highlights. They want them. But they're always scared of getting a trim. They ra- I always have to berate them to get a trim. They always, oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? They're not good um, color candidates. Mm. Oh, and okay. so what happened over time is I've have done colors on those type of clients who were not good. Um, good. Um, they didn't really. They they were scared about trim. They're very mm-hmm. scared. Very skittish. You always have to talk them into it. You got to negotiate with them. Those do not make good color um, candidates. And the reason why I'm saying that is that I did ha- this happen to me because you want an example. Well, what happened is I didn't explain to them fully that like I just explained to you, the color treated hair tends to be drier. Color treated hair mm-hmm. is going to have more split ends. It's just all to it. It's going So if you have more split ends, that means you're going to need more trims. Color treated hair needs deep conditions every single time. So... This, this particular client did not want to get those things. They want to come in and they, they want to get... They try to save that money. There <laughs> yeah. you go. They want to get the bare minimum. They want to get the blowout and curl. That's it. And they don't want... They want to get a deconditioner sometimes, but not every time. And mm-hmm. and then when it's time for a trim, it's always a debate. So what happened is this client here starts breaking off and then she wants to know why her hair is breaking off. Why is it breaking off? It wasn't breaking off before. I don't understand. Why is it getting so short? I don't get it. Why is it getting so short? Why is it getting so short? And so then I'm like, okay, so now I feel like I shouldn't ever gave this client mm-hmm. that color. You know, I shouldn't have gave this mm-hmm. client that color. I should have said no when it came to that color, yeah. you know, yeah. because I, of that. Can I interject for a moment, Tracy? Mm-hmm. And um, sure. I just want to uh, preface this by saying that we have listeners of, you know, both genders and mm-hmm. um, different nationalities and races. Right. But, you know, like I said in the beginning that we did talk about black hair during Black History right. Month. And I, right. I mean, you don't have to reveal who the client was, but I will say, right. and we had this conversation, you know, yes. not on the podcast, but in right. your salon, that mm-hmm. within the African-American community, or maybe even just mm-hmm. African in general, mm-hmm. that there's this apprehension with getting our hair cut. You yeah. know, right. Uh, and getting those ends trimmed mm-hmm. because yes. we want to hold on to every bit of hair, even if it's split all the way up the mm-hmm. shaft. We're not exactly. going to want you because, you know, I won't say who because exactly. they won't want me to put them out there. But I know some right. people close to me who, listen, you, I don't care if it's three inches of split, you leave it. <laughs> That's right. And That's I, I mean, right. I had to get myself out of it because I mean, like my mom wouldn't even let me get my bang cut. Like, right. it was like drooping mm-hmm. all the way down. <laughs> yeah, that's how we grew up. That's how we grew up. We grew up where, you know, it doesn't grow. You cut it. Why would you cut it if you're trying to let it grow? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Mm-hmm. So you're cutting it. And they will always say you're cutting it. If you're cutting it, you're not letting it grow. Why are you cutting all my hair off? Oh, no. Give me a little tiny trim. Oh, no. Give me a yeah. dusting. 
So these are the things that we grew up and is in our mindset. And so what happens is you don't get your trims and then you don't have any hair. That's just pretty mm-hmm. much it. Especially if you're getting your hair done on a regular basis. If yeah. you're not getting your hair done on a regular basis and you're not putting any heat on your hair, then that's a different story. They, yeah. they can still get a trim, but it's not going to be that often. That's just all to it. They don't need a trim as often as somebody who's getting a silk press every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Silk press every okay. two weeks is going to require a trim every six weeks. Okay. And that's in order to stay healthy. But if not, it's going to break off. And then when you add color on top of that, then they yeah. have to do the things to keep their hair moisturized so that they don't get so that so we can still keep it at six weeks and we still keep yeah. it at the same amount that's going to get trimmed at six weeks. But some people don't really understand yeah. it. But you're right, though, <laughs> when it comes to a lot of us and when it comes yeah. to that. And it, it tends to be the people who never had. I, I see it's, it's different when you have some of us who grew up with hair down their back. Mm-hmm. They that's don't. Keep, they don't mind yeah. getting their hair trimmed. I love getting my hair trimmed. That's the thing, yeah, and it's like it. I try to tell people because I, I love to cut my hair because it seems like mm-hmm. it grows back when you cut it. Yeah. So it does. it's I it lo- and it, better, it, and it feels so good like when it's like yes. trimmed and you know right. I love a cut. But yes, I have uh, I friends that don't like. Though. See, I love it. I will. I am that girl that will just, you know what? I may come to you and just be like, "Mm, I I saw this really short uh, Uh pixie. I want to do it. (laughs) So I just, I wake (laughs) up and feel a certain way. But I noticed that, like, I try to tell other people like, yeah, you should cut it. You should do your Mm -hmm. trends, you know, but what about us that whose pockets are tight? So we can't get our cuts as much. So I got my little nappy patches. <laughs> so is there anything we can do to prolong it? Because you can't get to the shop like you used to. You what about prolong us? The, prolong the trim or prolong the, the trim? Back? Prolong the trim. Oh. Like, because you can't get there every six weeks like you used to. Well, you can't use money is tight. I don't think the flow right. will work. Well, I don't think that worked for us. <laughs> the main thing to do is... I like to think of a trim as like your oil change on your mm. car, just to keep your car running. Just to keep your car running, you need to get that. You need to get your oil change, or your or your engine is going to explode. That's mm. what you should think of a trim as. So when it Man, comes, when you put to, it that way, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So exactly. if you basically, if you don't have the funds, if you're, let's say you're not, I have clients of different um, um, price points. They can come mm. in every two. I got some. I'm coming every, every week, every two weeks, every month. I have every month. I have every two months. I have okay. quarterly clients who come in quarterly. Oh. So when they come in and, and whatever they, their schedule is, they're still my regular clients. That's the time. That's the time that they come in. Though. So when they come in, let's say they're going to come in and they, they're going to take care of their hair at home. And they do. Let's say they do wear silk presses and they do themselves at home. Let's say they, they shampoo every two weeks. They blow it out and they curl it. They can, they can ask me, okay, what should I use on my hair in between so I'm not keeping my hair healthy? So that when okay. I see you in six weeks, maybe they're only going to be coming every six weeks to get that trim okay. and to get that deep conditioner. Then okay. that's what you do. If you can't afford to come every two weeks, then at least come every six weeks. If, you okay. can't, if you're doing a silk press, that's only if you're doing a silk press. Mm-hmm. If, you're doing, if you're just wearing your hair natural, that's a different level. You don't want to come in that often or you get a different type of heatless style. You come in for something else. You don't come in to get it um, blown out and curled. Maybe you come in and get a twist set or a twist out or you get something to that effect. You don't get the, um, you know, the heat styles. So don't let Kiki cut it for $10. No, because Kiki don't know what she's doing. She don't know. She don't know how to cut it. She's going to comb it all down to the bottom and cut just a tiny, tiny bit off until you got a trim. Yep, Kiki. Yeah, 
she learned from YouTube <laughs> University. So <laughs> yeah, she just it up and okay, I but she said that's a trip. I won't go to Kiki. (laughs) Tracy, this has been so great. Thank you so much for joining us and offering our, yes, you're offering our listeners some, um, like some great knowledge of, you know, about hair care. Oh, great, Um, great. We would love to have you on another podcast um, episode in the future. Awesome. And maybe focus on some specific hair issues. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'll have some. (laughs) 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 There's just so much involved when it comes to hair, you know, like, um, well, I'm sure you already know that. But for now, to our listeners, I'm interested in getting to know, I mean, getting some insight or possible, possibly scheduling a hair appointment with you, check out mm-hmm. Tracy's website at musehairstudio.com. That's M-U-S-E-H-A-R-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. I'm actually going to be on there soon. <laughs> and her Facebook page, Muse Hair Studio, Glenside, and Instagram page, Muse Hair Studio. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yes. All right. Thank, thank, thank you, you again, Tracy. Yes. Thank, you. thank you so much All for right. joining us. Yes. No problem. So with each Thank episode- you very much. Oh, yes. Yeah, thank welcome. you. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be, yeah, yes. we'll, we'll get you back on again. Okay. <laughs> yes, with each episode, we always end with a motivational quote. And so I found one that I thought was absolutely perfect. Uh, it's from the late Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. I think that the most important thing a woman can have, next to talent, of course, is her hairdresser. <laughs> Tracy, what does this quote mean to you? Uh, I think it means basically like when you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you're able to like and go out with confidence. So when you get your hair done, then you have confidence to do whatever it is that you're going to be doing within that day to reach whatever goals you're going to set for yourself. That's how I take it, basically. Yes. Good, good, good. Yeah. That is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think this is uh, on point. Like, you know, mm-hmm. your mane is your crown. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. about you ladies, but mm-hmm. when my hair is not done, I walk real mm-hmm. light. Like, I don't want nobody <laughs> looking at me. That's right. You don't want to you. Yes, when my hair done, I'm like Go hiding make, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You make sure yeah. your keys are dangling so That's people right. can see you. Like, look That's at this. Right. <laughs> my hair, you know, is about your presentation, but also <laughs> you need to have a great hairdresser. So she, like you said, you have to maintain mm-hmm. your locks, you know, because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. get it done by, you know, right. Kiki, but Kiki yeah. not a hairstylist. And when you take that out, you may be taking out your hair. Believe me, I had that. I have mm-hmm. had my plaits where I'm looking at mm-hmm. the end of it like, oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what about you, Tanya? How do you feel about this? You quote? know, um, for me, this quote cuts right to the point. <laughs> pun intended. (laughs) I think the mad dash to hairstylists as salons opened, reopened after the pandemic closure Mm -hmm. speaks volumes. (laughs) You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, some of us were in dire need Mm -hmm. and we're out here looking (laughs) a hot mess in these streets. (laughs) Yes. But um, even if we were maintaining, there's just something special about having a hairstylist, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to just give you that special treatment, give you that mm-hmm. coiffed hair that mm-hmm. many women desire and some guys mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so much more than that. You know, the mm-hmm. perfect hairstyle, the cut, trim, mm-hmm. um, what mm-hmm. have you. 
It can build the person's self-esteem. I know it definitely mm-hmm. helps for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Or even get you out of that funk, you know? Yes, um, and yes, yes. Having a, pro- having a professional tame mm-hmm. those stresses, you mm-hmm. know? I think it's a TLC that we all occasionally need. I mean, like, just mm-hmm. having them, like, scratch your scalp. Right. Like, yes. Yes. like, oh, yes. I need it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I'm sure that we all can agree that a hairstylist does more than just style your hair mm-hmm. she or he is your confidant therapist yes fashion coach mm. sometimes yep yep mm-hmm. or maybe even just a good friend oh mm-hmm. sometimes retail mm-hmm. also because they may have a little mm-hmm. tower i love shopping right. in the hair salon yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> until next time whatever you do live your best life by loving yourself.